Everybody and welcome to week four waiver ads brought to you by Cheat Sheet. This is Untangling the Wire, week four. We've completed week three. If you don't move fast, you're going to miss out on what's coming for week four. How do we do things around here? I look at players rostered 50% and under on Yahoo, ESPN, and Sleeper Leagues. I find the best ads for you to have for the next week. In this case, we're moving into week four. So let's start with quarterbacks. Andy Dalton. Yes, really, I mean it. Andy Dalton. When you throw for 361 yards and two touchdowns, you end up being a player of interest. Dalton threw the ball 58 times, the most of his career to get these numbers. The Vikings are up next. They give up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing teams. Quarterbacks, the Panthers will throw the ball. The Vikings will let them throw the ball. The Vikings give up an average of 257 yards and two touchdowns per game to quarterbacks. The Red Rifle's back, baby, and he is available everywhere. 2% rostered in Yahoo, 0% rostered in ESPN, 5% rostered in Sleeper. I would say use 10% of your free agent budget if you want to add Andy Dalton. He's somebody you're going to see when we're talking about great plays for DFS, both on Cheat Sheet and Moneymakers and Heartbreakers article on Fantrax. I guarantee I'll be talking about him because he's going to be priced down and he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Great plug and play for week four. Jimmy Garoppolo is the other quarterback I really wanted to talk about a lot here. Jimmy G's coming off a 324-yard, two-touchdown game against the Steelers. I want you to understand the Steelers are actually pretty good against the pass. So this is impressive. Next up are the Chargers. The Chargers give up the second most fantasy points to opposing teams' quarterbacks. Quarterbacks average 356 yards and two touchdowns against the Chargers. They were torched by Tua Tagovailoa in week one for 466 yards and three touchdowns. And in week three, Kirk Cousins nailed them. Kirk Cousins did with 367 yards and three touchdowns. Again, another nice plug and play for week three. Jimmy G, 15% rostered on Yahoo, 12% rostered on ESPN, 18% rostered on Sleeper, 5% of your free agent budget. If you miss out on those two guys for next week, CJ Stroud, he's only rostered 20% in Yahoo. He had another two-touchdown performance, so he's another quarterback I would consider. We're going to move on to running backs, and this is the place to be right now. This guy blew up the scene, Devin Akain. I hope I pronounced his name right. Akain literally exploded on the scene in week three. He had 18 rushing attempts for 203 yards and two rushing touchdowns. We knew the kid was fast, but he was like shot out of a cannon fast. Akain also had four receptions for 30 yards and another two touchdowns. <laughs> I think... It's easy to see how he's earned some touches moving forward. People are going to break the bank for him. So if you have Fab, go all in, 50% or more, whatever you feel comfortable with. He's going to be the number one ad on the waiver wire if available in your league. Devin Akane, remember, he's playing with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's hurt often. He's already on the IR. Right now, he'll be coming back. And Raheem Mostert is also somebody who's hurt a lot. So Kane is somebody I would break the bank for in what looks to be the best offense in the NFL right now, both passing and running the football, the Dolphins. Go get him. 41% rostered in Yahoo, 
15% rostered in ESPN, 46% rostered on Sleeper. I, again, I'd blow budget on him, 50% or more. Another running back I like is Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon, he's back in his red zone usage in week three. He only had two carries for nine yards, but he had three receptions for 19 yards and two touchdowns. They liked to use him in the red zone the end of last year and through the fantasy playoffs. He was a great play in the fantasy playoffs. Loved him. I played him a lot. If you're running back needy, I would make this speculative ad to add McKinnon, especially if it's in PPR. I wouldn't break the bank for him because they're using a three-back committee in, in Kansas City, but the schedule for running backs the rest of the way is amazing. Week 11 against the Eagles is their toughest matchup. Everybody else is is a bottom 15 team or better against running backs the rest of the way. So you're going to see guys like Pacheco and McKinnon have big games the rest of the season. I, I really like this. He's a good speculative ad, somebody to put on your roster if he's available. 47% roster on Yahoo, 51% roster on ESPN, 53% roster on Sleeper. I'd blow 5 to 10% of my fab budget on him. Moving more into some speculative type ads at running back, Rico Dowdle. He had four carries, 21 yards, three receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Who the hell is Rico Dowdle? Well, he's Tony Pollard's backup right now in Dallas. So if you want the handcuff to Tony Pollard, grab Rico Dowdle. He's a speculative ad. But he's actually doing things when he touches the, the ball in relief. He's a nice little add to throw on your bench if you have a deep bench where you're looking for somebody who could potentially break out at some point this season at running back. 3% rostered on Yahoo, 2% rostered on ESPN, 4% rostered on Sleeper, 1% free agent budget is what I'd use on him. I wouldn't spend any money. And if I was playing Dynasty, I'd probably make a trade for this guy. Other running backs to consider if you're desperate here, Matt Breeder. He only had four carries for 17 yards and a TD. TD saved his day, obviously. Three receptions for one yard. The guy had 18 yards. But the Seahawks are up next. And if Saquon Barkley's out, Matt Breed will be a nice game as the Seahawks give up the seventh most points to opposing teams running backs in fantasy. Latavius Murray, I talked about him before. I think I wrote about him as well. He, he's a speculative ad. He's getting the goal line work for Buffalo and another three-headed running back by committee. He had five carries, 15 yards, and a TD. But he has two TDs on the season. Again, if you need a shot in the dark somewhere to help out your team at running back just to fill in for somebody who's hurt or bye week fill in, feel free to add Latavius Murray and pray because you will be praying. At wide receiver, we have some really good ads here. This is the meat of the waiver wire this week. I'm going to start with Adam Thielen. He has scored a touchdown each of the last two games. He's leading the Panthers in targets with 25 for the season. In week three, he had 14 targets. He turned that into 11 receptions. 145 yards and a touchdown. The Vikings are up next. The Panthers will throw against them, and the Vikings will let them, as we already mentioned. I would add and play Thielen in Week 4. He's 47% rostered on Yahoo, 53% rostered on ESPN, 58% rostered on Sleeper. Probably blow about 15% of my fab on him because wide receivers a lot deeper than other positions. But this guy's going to be big while Andy Dalton's the quarterback. A guy I love the rest of the season. I've added him on some of my teams already. I've talked about him multiple weeks. I've also written about him. It is Tank Dell. Plays for the Houston Texans. In week two, he had 10 targets. He had seven receptions. He had 72 yards and a touchdown. In week three, he had seven targets, five receptions, 145 yards, and a touchdown. The Texans are going to pass the ball. It seems like I'm just talking about Tank Dell every week. Add Tank Dell. He's 
only 31% rostered on Yahoo. So he's available on almost 70% of the teams. 22% rostered on ESPN. He's available on almost 80% of the ESPN teams. 48% rostered on Sleeper. I'd blow easy 20% of my budget on Tank Dell, especially if I was wide receiver needy. He's going to be producing the rest of the year. Speculative ad here. I really like this guy a lot. He's only playing 25% of the snaps so far though this season, and it's Marvin Mims Jr. of the Denver Broncos. The last two games, he's had five receptions for 186 yards and a touchdown receiving. He also added 166 return yards and another touchdown in those two games. So he's had a touchdown in each of the last two weeks. He's incredibly efficient. He's incredibly fast. The targets are going to grow. Wilson trusts him downfield and throws a deep ball to him. So if you play in a league, though, where you get individual return yards, where a player gets uh, return yards, the individual player, I'd add him today. Marvin Mims Jr., 27% roster on Yahoo, 8% on ESPN, 27% on Sleeper, 8% free agent budget. This guy's role is going to grow. So if you have a deep bench, he's somebody I would add and, and hold, even if you don't want to plug him in yet. Other wide receivers to consider. DJ Chark, with the change to Andy Dalton, he saw 11 targets, 4 receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. I'd consider him. It appears Mike Williams from the Chargers is injured. We'll miss some time. That means Josh Palmer, who scored a touchdown yesterday in Week 3, and Quinton Johnson, the rookie wide receiver, become players you want to add as speculative ads as well. I expect Josh Palmer to be the guy who's going to produce right away. Uh, Quinton Johnson, maybe as the season progresses. But Josh Palmer is somebody I would look at adding as well at wide receiver. Romeo Dubs had 12 targets. He only had five receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Green Bay spreads the ball around. Christian Watson's coming back, so I wouldn't go crazy to grab Romeo Dubs. But he has a connection with Jordan Love. He's scoring some TDs. He's somebody I would add. He's definitely going to be a nice bye week fill-in. Here's a great speculative ad for you, by the way, because this guy is also incredibly efficient like Marvin Mims. Calvin Austin III. That's a pretty fancy name, isn't it? Calvin Austin III. He had six targets, two receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. He's been very efficient. Uh, is a deep ball threat for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I think you're going to see his target share grow. He's another guy just to at least pay attention to down the stretch here. Calvin Austin the third. Yes, that's right. It's Calvin Austin the third. Moving along to tight ends. This one's pretty funny, but I, I, I like him as an ad. Tight end uh, is complete famine this year. There's not much to feast on. Donald Parham. Yes, I, I really I mean it. You might want to add Donald Parham. Uh, do you know who leads all tight ends in touchdowns this season? Well, it's Donald Parham with three touchdowns. He seems to only be used in the red zone and really in goal line situations. He had two targets for two receptions and two touchdowns in week, C week three, but he only had four yards. So, you know, if you just want to shoot for the clouds here uh, at tight end once in a while and you don't know who to play, uh, especially if you're in a league with deep benches and there's nobody out there to add at tight end, this guy might get you zero points. He might get you two touchdowns. It's a shot in the dark, but he'll give you something. Donald Parham, 1% roster in Yahoo, 0% in ESPN, 2% in Sleeper. I'd only spend like 2% of my budget. He's not my tight end, my top tight end waiver ad, by the way. This next guy is. Uh, it's really bleak out there. Uh, but I like this guy. You're going to hear why. Luke Musgrave, he has not been spectacular so far. He had eight targets in week three. 
He turned that into six receptions and 49 yards. This is the famine of the tight end position. This is a guy who's probably the hottest tight end ad for me this week. Sitting here talking about players with seven points and two targets, right? Like, it just seems miserable. But anyways, I digress. For the next three games, the Packers are playing the Lions in week four, the Raiders in week five, and the Broncos in week seven. They have a bye week six. All three of those teams are currently bottom 10 against defending the tight end. So the matchups are right for Luke Musgrave to produce in these three games. I, w- I would add and play him for those three games myself if I'm hurting at tight end, which, you know, only like 99.9% of the teams are hurting at tight end. Luke Musgrave's a nice add, at least for that stretch of games. He's probably going to get you between 7 and 10 points a week. Take it. He's 18% rostered on Yahoo, 13% rostered on ESPN, 25% rostered on Sleeper. I dropped 3 to 5 of my budget, maybe 8% of my fab budget, depending on how tight end media I am for Luke Musgrave. Thank you for joining me. This was your weekly dose of untangling the wire in 15 minutes or less, brought to you by Cheat Sheet. I'm Mike Reedy. Talk to you next week. Thanks.